Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for Today. Thanks for tuning in to another show. Today we're going to be talking about finding hidden treasure in the Bible. Stay tuned. It's going to be good, folks. Get your shovels ready. It's time to dig in and find some treasure. Okay, we are back. Thanks for tuning in to another show. We've got a great show for you today. And uh, also, thank you for all those who have already signed up and got set up with Kingdom Community TV. Great, great program. It's all new and uh, it's going to be out there, especially come October 10th is the big day. Uh, Pastor Glenn Blakeney and his amazing wife, Lynn, and their ministry starting this whole Kingdom Community TV collaboration. It's powerful. It's awesome. I'm totally excited going from podcasting in my car to actually sitting in the studio and doing podcasts and videos to actually having a TV show. Relevance for today has come a long way, and I thank God for that, and he gets all the glory for it. It's not Steve Lewis. So with that being said, hey, let's jump right in. Finding hidden treasure in the Bible. So in this episode, I want to share the importance of digging deeper into God's word. It's so important, folks. The Bible is not a fancy, well-organized novel that you read once, right? You pick up a little novel, you read it once, flip through the pages, right? You read it once, mentally review it. Hey, it wasn't a bad book. I enjoyed it. Pass it on to a friend or you donate it to the local charity or you throw it on the shelf so it can collect some dust. But that's not what we're talking about. The Bible is much, much more. The Bible is much, much more, okay? And so my favorite acronym that I've heard in the past is for the Bible. So for those who don't know what an acronym is, I know we've got people who are listening from different countries. An acronym is like when someone says you're using social media, someone goes laughing out loud, they just write LOL. So it's the first letter of each word that symbolizes whatever you're talking about. So for Bible, the B-I-B-L-E stands for and this is just an acronym someone made up years ago, but I love it. It's basic instruction before leaving earth. Isn't that powerful? It's like having a backpack. And the one thing that you have that's going to save your life is this. And I'm holding the Bible up right now to the screen. The Bible. And I love that saying. It's another way and another way. So that's one way of looking at it. And then as I was taking my notes and things like that, and my wife's a nurse, she's doing her CPR course and things like that. So I thought, you know what? I'm sitting back and I was taking my notes for this show. And another thought came to me. So another way of looking at the Bible is like it's an automated defibrillator. And so a defibrillator, for those who don't know, you know how someone needs CPR, their heart stops. They're not breathing. You pull out the instruments, you rub them together, and the person yells out, clear, and they put them on the chest, and, and you get that shock, okay? 
You know that thing. You pull it out, someone heart stops, bam, they get everybody clear, they rub them <laughs> together, and then they shock the person to help jumpstart their heart. So I thought, I thought about that, and I said, you know what, I'm going to look up the definition. So I looked up the definition, and this is really cool. The automated external defibrillator, I always call it a defibrillator, but it's a defibrillator, or AED, is a computerized medical device. It's battery-powered with adhesive defibrillator pads that are applied to the chest. So that's the one where they stick in the certain parts on the person's body, and then they shock them to allow an electrical current to pass through the heart to reset the heart's normal electrical current. Did you catch that last sentence? Think about this, okay? Now I want you to think about this in a spiritual way. This is really cool. Okay, think about this in a spiritual way now. It allows an electrical current, and I'm gonna read it one more time, that one sentence. It allows an electrical current to pass through to the heart to reset the heart's normal electrical current. So now picture this. The Bible is the word of God written by individuals inspired by the Holy Spirit to reset the mind, soul, and spirit to God's spiritual current. Bam. Isn't that cool? I love that. I was going to do a little dialogue and, and do a little thing set up because it, it takes it deeper. Do you feel it? Can you feel that? <laughs> and, you know, that's a beautiful way to describe it. The Holy Spirit to reset the mind, soul, and spirit to God's spiritual current. I see you nodding right now, Helen. That's a good one, isn't it, Helen? So today I want to give some of you a different outlook on what that powerful collection of messages really is. And we're talking about the Bible, of course. It's a spiritual power-packed, it's a spiritual power-packed voice. It's the voice of the Lord in written form that you can receive revelation from every day and all day if you choose to. 24-7, all inside this cover is the Word of God. Isn't that amazing? The storyline of Jesus Christ. Jesus is in the Old Testament and in the New. They say the Old Testament, Jesus Christ in the Bible, is the Old Testament concealed and the New Testament revealed. It sounds good, doesn't it? I'm trying to make it, mm, you know, it's the Word of God. It's powerful, powerful stuff. Okay, so the writer of Hebrews put it this way in Hebrew 4.12. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joint and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You like that? I mean, we've all heard that said before. We've read it before. But just saying it in a certain way and putting a certain emphasis on the words, power, sharper than any two-edged sword. You picture a Roman soldier standing there with a two-edged sword that's so sharp, like razor blade sharp, standing there in the battle with his shield, getting ready. I'm getting into it. <laughs> you know, that's deep. It's very deep. We're talking about a very deep cut. And of course, it's just a visual for you to understand. No one's really cutting anyone, but at the same time, it describes how it actually can cut all the way through bone. That's powerful. 
The word of God can cut you deep down, cut you like get in. You know what I mean? The purpose of God's word is to get as deep into your mind as possible. No matter what thoughts you have hidden, secrets locked away, the word of God can get in and heal those parts, heal that past hurt, those past hurts, the wounds, the rejection, the sin. That's the first and most important thing. The word of God gets in through Jesus Christ, of course. Jesus Christ came so that we could be received back into the fold, that relationship back with God, because he came and died for our sin as a testimony for all of us to walk around and be able to say, I'm saved when we ask him into our life. But the sin and anything else hidden away that causes you to need a savior, and we needed a savior. We needed an answer to this sin problem. Adam and Eve started back in the Garden of Eden. You know, there needed to be an answer. God needed an answer, and Jesus Christ was the answer. But this Bible, this Word of God, and we're not talking about translations today because I know people can get into translation discussions and have a mess on their hands. But uh, we're talking about the Word of God, the Word of God. And the end result, of course, is causing us to focus on Jesus Christ and him crucified, raised from the dead, seated at the right hand of the Father, and for us to share the gospel of the kingdom until he returns one day, just as it is written in Matthew 24, 14. <laughs> uh, this is exciting. I'm pumped, you guys. If you don't realize that by now, if you're watching this on Kingdom Community TV, you can understand why I'm excited. But I'm going to be reading Matthew 24, 14 out of the New American Standard Bible. And it says, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all the nations and the end will come. Okay. So I'm going to read that again. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all the nations. And the way I like the way Pastor Glenn explains it. He says nations means people groups. So it's all the people groups. It's all the people in the entire world, all the different people groups, the different nationalities all around the world. And then the end will come. Then we'll see Jesus. Then rapture will take place. Then the end will come. So we need to be about the father's business and preaching for those of you who preach, those of you who teach, sharing the word with your neighbor, with your friend, with a stranger and living the gospel of the kingdom so that all people in the world can be reached for the Lord. Make sense? I know I went on a rabbit trail there when I was writing my notes. It really, when I'm talking about the word of God, I want to make sure that you're looking at this like, man, Steve is getting into this thing. He's really blowing this Bible up. He's really taking it to a point where I've never thought about before. I want you to be so hungry that you want to pick the word of God up and start spending some time in it every day. I'm serious, people. I don't know what else to say. It's 2021. The world's changing fast. We need someone who can save us and that's jesus christ and the word of god the holy spirit dwelling within it's what it's all about so let's get back let me get back but before i wanted to share something else too at the same time so as we're going out and we're sharing and living what i meant by living the gospel of the kingdom is actually living 
the way Jesus Christ lived, doing our best to try to live like he did. Love your fellow man, love your neighbor, take care of the widows and the orphans. That right there, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, so back on track. So back to the Bible and how you find hidden treasure in it. And so I'm just going to give us some nuggets today. And then as I was typing up my notes and studying, I thought, you know what? This isn't just a one-time episode. Hey, we're on TV now. Let's go ahead and dig in deeper. Let's get the shovels out and we'll actually show you some hidden treasure in the next episode. But in this one, I just want to talk about, hey, how can we find that hidden, hidden treasure? How do we find that hidden treasure? Okay. So the first thing you have to do is you have to get in it, right? You've got to open it up and actually get into the word, okay? And I know I've done shows on this before about reading God's word, but, you know, as I was studying and taking some notes the other day, I really had a strong conviction that I need to go a little deeper on encouraging you and showing you why it's so important. And once again, especially now, it's 2021 right now. You may be listening to this 10, 20, 30 years down the road if Jesus doesn't come first. And the same rules will apply. I try to make my shows so they're, you're able to see it now. You're able to see it five years from now. You ever see it 20 years from now and still be able to learn something from it. Okay. So the Apostle John wrote in John 8, chapter 8, 31 and 32. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Many of you have heard this verse as well. You've read this verse. And of course, that truth being Jesus Christ and God's plan of sending him down to restore man's relationship with God, the ultimate sacrifice. Or as scripture puts it in 2 Corinthians 5.21, New American Standard reads, He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf, so that we, you and me, might become the righteousness of God in him. Man. And of course, he made him. God made his son, Jesus Christ, who knew no sin to be sin when he was on that cross and he bared all our sins and God turned away from him. Man, that's powerful. Just, just, just thinking about that, you know, think about all the stupid stuff I've done in my life and knowing that Jesus hung on that cross and covers my sin. And of course, when it talked about becoming the righteousness of God, righteousness meaning right standing with God, the quality of being morally right or justifiable, living by God's word. It's not so much as just saying, I asked Jesus Christ into my life, woohoo, I'm saved, I've got fire insurance now, I'm not going to hell. No, then you pick up the cross, then you pick up the word of God, and then you dig in. And then as you learn more about the word of God, you draw near to God, he draws near to you, right? And you keep going from there. And also keep in mind the definition of abide means to live or dwell. So if you look at the original verse once again, John 8, 31 and 32, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide, if you live, if you dwell in my word, you are my disciples indeed. You want to be a Christ-like disciple? You want to be a real Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ? You want to be a disciple? Get in the word and learn about the creator. 
learn about the Holy Spirit, learn about Jesus, rely on the Holy Spirit within you to teach you and help you get equipped, get around some like-minded believers who are actually going to take you to the word and spend less time pointing at other people's flaws and focusing more on Jesus Christ in this word of God. That's where we need to be in 2021. We've wasted too much time. I've wasted too much time. We've wasted too much time. Let's be honest. If we really want to be honest, and I'm going on a rabbit trail here, but this needs to be said. We've wasted too much time as the body of Christ. We've sat for way too long, people. Think about it. This pandemic happened, and many people have learned, you know, sitting in church. Of course, we are the church, the body of Christ, the people, not the building. But sitting in a building for years and years and years and just listening to one person talk instead of actually listening to someone talk, worshiping together, getting trained up, fellowshipping together for more than 20 minutes, and then getting out and doing the work that's written in these pages. That's what it's about. Kingdom, kingdom. I've learned so much these last couple of years about the kingdom of God within being connected with uh, Pastor Glenn and, uh, of course, Pastor John, Pastor Matt, and different other people. The kingdom of God is where it's at. Kingdom work. People need to see it. People need to see it. They need to see what Jesus was doing on the earth. Healing, restoration, signs and wonders. Different things like that. And you know what I mean? When someone gets prayed for and they're either healed or someone gets prayed for and the binds and the bondage that they were in, they're freed from that. They want to be able to see that and go, wow, okay, this is legit. This is real. It's just not people talking. So we've got to get out of wasting time. We've got to get into the now. We've got to get into the word. Really learn what it says and stop allowing others to sit there and just feed us all the time. We just sit there and eat what the person's saying and go home and wait six days before we hear the word again. No, go hit your service there on Sunday, hit your Bible studies and different things like that, but also take some responsibility and dig in here and find the treasure in the nuggets. Okay, so that was for somebody, including myself. And uh, as it continues on, so we need to live in the word, dwell in it, you know, Take your time and allow it to marinate in your spirit, man. It's like eating a big steak. You know, you could either have a steak and it could be dry or you could take a nice steak and you put it in a marinade. Okay. Put in your favorite marinade. Let that sit for 30 minutes or even let it sit overnight. And then when you cook that the next day and you do it just right, it's juicy and tender. Mmm makes you want to go eat a steak but you know mulling it around don't just go then david went over and he hit him and he hit the giant in the head with the rock the giant fell down he died yeah i know that story already from sunday school no sit back and really read it you know david yes he was called to be a king one day wow david was called to be a king and he was a shepherd boy and shepherd boys were thought of as being peasants back then. And they smelled, of course. And uh, why in the world would anybody become a king from being a shepherd? Huh? That's interesting. I want to get my other books out and learn more about David being a shepherd. Or I want to learn more about what a shepherd meant and what did a shepherd do? And wow, a shepherd would give their life for their sheep if they had to, even if they lost one. Oh, wow. One sheep, right? One of the lambs. A lamb goes away 
They get a buddy to watch the other ones, and they go find that one. Boy, I bet you if Christians acted like that, that would be pretty good if they lost one and went to find, they leave the 99 and go find the one like that song. You know, it's things like that. It's taking your time and going, whoa, digging deeper. Oh, man, that's amazing. Ah, no wonder he acted like that. And then you keep going in and you read the little nuggets and goodies in the Word. You know, some of you have study Bibles where they have the little study material underneath. And you read that and you learn and you just dig in and you get a notepad and you just go from there. I want you to be so hungry and excited by the time you're done watching or listening to this episode that you really want to get in your Bible and just start going to town, you know? So I'll read that part again, or say that part again. So, you know, live in the word, dwell in it. Take your time and allow it to marinate in your spirit, man, in your soul and body. Allow the word to flow in and through you. Okay, and you will find yourself actually living it and focusing on it. And so you don't only take it in and let it flow in you, but you also then turn around and let that flow out of you like that living water that Jesus talks about. Let the word of God flow out of you like what I'm doing right now. There's many of you. Chantel, you're a singer, you know. My wife, she likes to speak and encourage into people's lives. Let that flow out of you. Steve Young, prophetic word, whatever it may be, different individuals listening right now. You know what I'm saying? Helen, you have a spirit that just flows out of you. I see Jesus in you, girl. Let it flow out of you. You know, we've got Jug Honey Love over in the Philippines. She has a love for people. She has a love for those around her. She has a love for the Filipino people. So for her, her heart is, oh, I just want to see people saved. I want to see people watch these videos. Let that flow out of you. Focus. Let that flow out of you. And people will see that as you continue to dig into the word. They're going to see that spilling over of that cup running over. You know what I mean? Does that sound beautiful? Sound good? Hope that's motivating for some of you. And you need to hunger for it. Hunger for the word of God. You want to get the golden nuggets out of this book right here? Out of this powerful book? Hunger for it. You know, hunger for that more than you'd hunger for a big juicy steak or a big slice of cake. Oh, my word. My wife and I go to a restaurant up north. Oh, my word. Judy makes this amazing coconut cream pie. Oh, the slices are about that thick. They're about that tall, maybe almost about half the height of the Bible here and uh, standing on its side, that is. And it's so delicious. And if it was sitting there, you would just hunger for it. But wouldn't it be amazing if we hungered for the word more than that? You know what I mean? You need to get to that point where you can't wait to wake up in the morning. Oh, my goodness. It's three o'clock. I can't sleep. You know what? I'm so excited. I'm going to go downstairs. Hey, I'm going to put the coffee pot on. I know it's early, but I'm going to put the coffee pot on. I'm going to have a cup of coffee and I'm going to dig into God's word and enjoy it. You know, enjoy it every single time. Or if you read it in the evening, just don't read it too late because you know what's going to happen. You're going to fall asleep. It happens. Some of you may. Some of you may not. But the bottom line is get to the point where you enjoy reading the word. Be committed. 
It's another thing. Be committed to getting that time alone and reading the word or read it with your spouse or your friends, whatever you decide. But it's always nice to get that one-on-one time because you'll find that as you're reading the word of God, those nuggets start popping right off the page and you'll have read and you've heard it said before. I'm not the first person to say this. You'll be reading the Bible and all of a sudden something will pop off the page that you've read tons and tons of times and never paid attention to it but all of a sudden this time it's like whoa i never knew that was there it gives you a whole new revelation it's a sweetness it's like eating that chocolate cake and all of a sudden you're like oh my goodness what chocolate did you use this is delicious you know and just going from there and i know i'm talking about a lot of food but hey i guess i must be hungry (laughs) but be committed once again be committed commitment is key and try not to let anything get in the way of that designated time in the word i mean if you know your husband and wife it'd be different you know if you got plans or you got your children you got to go do something that's life but at the same time find out what the schedule is and get in there and do what you need to do Note-taking is so very important. Make sure you always have a pad and pen near you somewhere. In fact, plan it out. You know what I mean? Let's be serious. Automatically plan. Make sure you have a notepad. Some people have the Bible covers where you can open it up and you've got the notepad in it. You've got your pens, your highlighters, your stickers. You've got everything you need. But have those handy because you want to open your Bible expecting to hear from the Lord through the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? Expect it. Pick up your Bible expecting to hear from the Lord. It's the word of God. I'm shaking my Bible for those of you listening. You know, it's the word of God. Expect. Expect the unexpected. Every single time you open this word, expect something powerful to happen and search for it. You know, when you're reading about these people, these powerhouses that God used, the different stories and things like that. Expect God to open up and give you a revelation. Focus, which is really important. Focus and get away from all the distractions, including electronic gadgets. I know some of you may have your Bibles on phones, your Bibles on phones. There you go. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Losing my mind. Some of you may have your Bibles on your cell phones, your smartphones, your gadgets, tablets, or whatever. You know, I do too, but at the same time, pull out a book. Pull out one you can hold in your hands. That way, you're not sitting back using your phone, using your tablet, and all of a sudden it's like, dit, 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 oop, somebody's messaging me. Dit, 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 interruption. Boop, 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 interruption. You know what I mean? So pull out the good old-fashioned Bible book and get into it that way. And then you'll be able to do that alone time and you won't have any interruptions. And if you don't understand something you've read, this is another thing. If you don't understand something you've read, reread it. And if you have to, dig out a study guide or some type of book or aid that will help you learn that verse. Okay? You don't want to go on a rabbit trail and grab your cell phone. Like I said, once again, you'll go to Google to find out some answers or some nuggets for you to help you with what you're reading. But then the next thing you know, you're answering people's posts on Facebook and your quiet time reading in the word is shot. So try to stay away from doing that. And just as I titled this short series, I don't know how many, I don't know how long this series is going to be. I'm just going to allow the Holy Spirit to guide me in that area. But dig in. Like you're trying to find that hidden treasure. 
like someone said to you, one of those pages in that book is lined with gold. Go find it. You know what I mean? Every time you open your Bible, look at it like it's a mission. Get in there and go for the gold. Does that sound good? <laughs> you know, the Bible has so much to offer, and I can't express that enough to you. We're living in a day where we have to get in, learn and walk in the light of the word in our world, which seems to be turning darker and darker day by day. And you all definitely know what I mean when I say that. But the good news, as Psalms 119.105 states, your word, Lord, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You know, a lamp shines and brings light to a dark room. And as we learn to dig deeper in the word, we will also learn how to become more Christ-like, which in turn will shine light, the light of Jesus Christ everywhere we go. Sound good? And also the one thing I wanted to mention too, when I was telling you real quick about, we're not going to talk about Bible translations. For those of you who have certain translations and you think all the other translations are false and all that stuff, I just want to direct you. And this is for anybody. There's a book and uh, I've had it for a long time, but it's by Gordon D. Fee and Mark Strauss. It's called How to Choose a Translation for All It's Worth. Okay great book it even breaks down where the bible came from why there's certain translations what the translations are about which translations came out first and believe it or not for some of you who are king james only there's actual bibles that came out before king james so you know and uh so that's really important that you learn that so you'll know you know the key thing is learning how not to live in ignorance when we sit back and we're pointing the finger at someone else and yet we don't know the history. That's why this book is very important, okay, for all of us. There's many translations out there and it's a matter of finding the one that works best for you where you can still hear from the Holy Spirit. You can still walk in the light of Jesus Christ and learn. Very important, getting those nuggets. So, I'm going to stop right there, but what I'm going to do is in the next show, I'm going to show you some neat nuggets that you may not have realized. You know, some of them are names, some of the names of some of the people, some of the characters in the Bible that we've used for years and come to find out we've been calling them by their pagan names. There's so many different things like that that you can find, but I'm going to give you some good jump start material. And that way we all can dig in more. I'm always looking for hidden treasure in the Bible. So it's very important. So let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to share this message this morning. I thank you for putting it on my heart about, you know, just going with a deeper study on the Bible, teaching folks how to dig in and find that hidden treasure. We know that your word is more than just a novel. It's a way to train us up so that we can walk the same way Jesus did your son and impact the lives of those around us and those in this world. So when they see us coming, they're going to know, hey, those folks are Holy Spirit led. They've got something to say. They've got something to show. They're going to help lead me to Christ because I want to know. And so, Lord, I pray for all those out there who are hungry for serving. I pray for all those out there that are confused by the word of God. 
confused by your word, that need to learn your word, that need people to come alongside them to help train them up so they'll understand and be able to walk confidently and boldly in love the same way Christ walked this earth. So Lord, I thank you for all my listeners and watchers. I thank you so much for Kingdom Community TV and all the opportunities that it's going to bring. Thank you for all those whose hands and feet have been involved in these amazing ministries. And we thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray for all those out there hurting and suffering, all those who are suffering from natural disasters, all those suffering from the pandemic and everything going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Pray for protection. We pray for the mighty power of the Holy Spirit to come upon each and every individual in a way that's going to shake the nation, shake the world, shake all the people around the world. It's time for a rise up. It's time for a rising. It's time for a shaking like never before. We just ask you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. It's always a pleasure. It's always a blessing to have you watching. I'm going to show you a quick commercial real quick, so stay tuned. Here's the commercial. Check this out. Hey, folks, Steve Lewis with Relevance for today. I've got some great news. Kingdom Community, the Kingdom Community Ministries, the Kingdom Community is now going to be on a TV show. What? A TV show. For real. Check it out. The Kingdom of God coming together, men and women, ministries coming together to serve you and give you nourishment from the Holy Spirit, to give you nourishment from the Word of God. You know what I'm saying? This is powerful. This is nice. There's nothing worse than getting this remote control right here in your hand. You're clicking for days. You can't find anything decent, anything that you can watch as a family, anything that you can watch by yourself without feeling guilty. So the best thing to do is get on a channel where you can learn more about God. You can hear from mighty men and women training, equipping. It's powerful, folks. Check it out. Kingdom Community TV. Make sure you get the app. It's on Roku TV. It's on Amazon Fire TV, and it's on Google TV, and eventually it will be on Apple TV as well. Check it out, folks. Get the app. Get on Roku. Look up Kingdom Community TV. It's powerful stuff, folks. You're going to see me. You're going to see a lot of amazing people. Good stuff. Check it out. Don't wait. Don't delay. Watch Kingdom Community TV today. God bless. Peace. Yes, Kingdom Community TV. So there you go. And also, don't forget about Stable Landing. Amazing Christian hats. They've got the shirts. I'm not wearing one right now, but StableLanding.com. Great Christian clothing. Hey, instead of wearing Nike and all these other different guys and brands, why not put something on that people are going to ask you and say, hey, where'd you get that hat from? Oh, I got this from Stable Landing. What does that say? It's talking about the armor. Put on the full armor of God. What do you mean the full armor? What's that? Hey, let me tell you something. Pull out your Bible, open up to Ephesians 6, start teaching them about the Word of God, okay? So stable landing, check them out, folks. Great Christian clothing, awesome stuff. With that being said, let's get connected. We're on all kinds of different locations now. Check that out as well on the screen. And with that being said, hey, don't forget to comment. I'd love to hear from you folks. Let me know what countries you're from, where you're listening from. Don't forget to communicate with me, okay, folks? It's always good to hear from you folks. With that being said, hey, God bless. Dig into the word. Take care of yourselves. Love ya. Peace.